Ravenous, he takes one bite, and then another, and another, and another, until the body is all gone. The bones sit heavy in his stomach, but he is still hungry. It seems he is always hungry. He moves to the next body and does the same, macerating and eviscerating the hot flesh in his teeth, gnawing on the bones and sometimes swallowing them whole. The watchers are going wild around him. Their bloodlust is fueled by the mutilation of the dead. Daron does not notice, nor does he care. He does not kill for them. His reasons are simple. He kills because he does not wish to be killed, and he eats because he does not wish to die. He has no purpose other than that, and he certainly does not think too hard about what he eats. Dead is dead, and meat is meat. After the third body is devoured, the arena rumbles and the stones roll away to reveal a pitch-black opening toward which Daron's enormous body moves. He goes not because he is forced, but because that is where he prefers to be. His world consists only of the arena and the pit. The arena is where bad things happen and people scream, but it is dark and quiet in the pit. The pit belongs to Daron. No one ever bothers him there. The stones roll back behind him, and the silence washes over him like a cleansing rain. His golden eyes quickly adjust to the almost total darkness. He is at the bottom of a deep round hole. The walls are made of polished stone and always seem to be wet. They are much too slippery to climb. He knows he has tried, though he can't remember when. It seems like hard work and... What is the point of trying to escape his home? Daron's slow, sluggish mind can't comprehend what might lay beyond the pit. He knew once, but he can't remember any more. What little light there is comes from the top of the hole. As large as Daron is, it is far, far above his head. It is from there that he is usually fed. No one ever comes into the pit. They just throw the meat down at him. Usually it's dead carcasses that splatter at the bottom, but sometimes not. Sometimes the food screams the whole way down and then splatters. Daron does not care. He will lick the mess up off the floor. Meat is meat. It shouldn't go to waste. He settles on the floor with a groan. He is injured. Muscles are torn, skin is missing, bones are broken. One of his eyes is scratched and it burns. He hurts. He hurts badly, but there is nothing for it but time. It will heal. It always does. He closes his eyes and wills the pain away. It works, mostly. Enough for him to doze off, and that is all he wants to do. To slumber in the dark and sleep away the days and the months and the years that pass by endlessly. Daron is almost asleep when he hears noise coming from the top of the pit. He can hear the sound of scuffling feet and voices yelling. One golden eye blinks open to see what it is. He assumes they are finally coming to feed him. This is unexpected, but good, because he can still eat. He lifts his head and waits hopefully to see what they will throw down. Rather than throwing it in immediately, they hold it over the top as if to tease him. Daron is disappointed at the sight of it. It is a tiny little thing, barely a mouthful. It is struggling, kicking, and screaming. 
He does not want to go down into the pit, but the others force it over the edge. Down it falls like a little screaming speck of gold in the dark. Dayron catches it before it can hit the floor. He does not know why he does this, but his hand darts out without even thinking, providing a soft place for the little thing to land. Well, softer. The landing still knocks the wind out of it, and it just lays there in a stun. It whimpers in fear and shock as Dayron lifts it to his nose to sniff at it. His slitted nostrils gulp in air. It smells good. Sweet, but with a tinge of blood. Dayron smells so much blood that it has become normal to him. It is simply the smell of the air in the pit. So he is surprised to notice that he can smell the little thing's blood over the stench of the rest.